Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I am excited to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and I've got a great show planned for you today. Our goal is to make you a smarter and more educated sports better. And boy, we're going to have some fun today. Playup.com. Playup Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Head on over to playup.com, sign up for an account, and find out why. Playup is always your best bet. And speaking of bets, all picks made on the Phil Nason Show are tracked at betstamp.app. Head on over there, sign up for an account, follow the show, and get all our picks and more. Scotty Fiedler's on the line. What's up, brother? Nothing. I hope they've been tracking our picks. My God. Oh, we crushing it. We are crushing yeah. We've been around this bet stamp for about six, five weeks. Mm-hmm. And they've been tracking the picks because I was doing it all in one with cash with flash and all that stuff. And now I've separated it. And we're up 16 units as a group, all of us together. I mean, we're just crushing feeds. Hey, I, I mean, I, what I what I throw out to you last week, uh, I gave you the over and the easy one, didn't I? Yeah. I gave you an easy winner last week over in the, um, oh, yeah, yeah. What game was that? The, the uh, Denver. Denver. It was the Denver game, Denver, yes. Kansas City, that thing was over before it was over. And you know what? That's what got me limited at Caesars. Nah, I should have. I should have been all over that. I should have. I should have been playing in New York, but uh, of course, and they give me. I had one of the guys at FanDuel call me because uh, you know I uh, obviously TBG is affiliated with them, and mm-hmm. they know what kind of horse player I am, and I gave him my standard line of. Um, I only bet on four-legged animals right now, so uh, <laughs> let's just leave it alone. All right. And uh, and and listen, these next few weeks, I really got to start concentrating. We got some uh, definitely exciting stuff. You know, I got uh, this weekend we have the Flocal on horse tourneys, which is usually over close to two hundred thousand for first place. Um, and then, of course, two weeks later, we'll be in Vegas for the um, NHC, which I'm, I'm, my assumption is it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to 900,000 for first this year. And now having one tournament under my belt out there, I think I'll be a lot more prepared and ready to roll. Oh, uh, you're going to go home with the bag. Well, I'm hoping from your lips to God's ears. No, but... no, 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 no. Because you know what? I finally figured out how to do my use my camera on my phone. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna film you picking up the bag, <laughs> and I'm gonna walk behind you when it, when we leave the podium, in case anything drops out of the bag. Ah, oh, Jesus, look at him! <laughs> We're not letting nobody touch that because that's hard work. You know, I did a live final in fantasy sports a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun, but 
you meet a lot of people you've only seen online, you know their yep. screen names. That's nice. Yep. Yep. But at the end of the day, you're still competing against them. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, listen, it was nice. I met a couple of really good guys last year. You know, it is funny uh, that the guys do root for other guys, too. You know, it isn't uh, – there is some camaraderie in it, you know, and I think um, – you know, obviously, if you're if you're both in the semifinals, it's a different ball game. But you know, there's times where, you know, one of the guys in the semifinals, you're rooting for him, you know, as opposed to somebody else in the room. And uh, listen, like I said, I just want to have a good a good Friday to get started right. I really gotta get myself and, and serious pay attention seriously to that, and uh, hopefully we could go from, uh, you know, that that uh, Friday could propel you into the semis. And then hopefully, you know, with a little luck, a little racing luck, as they say, you could get into the final table. You know, uh, it's one, one step at a time. Well, uh, I got my computers ready. Anything that you need, if I have, you got it. That's what I'm talking about. You know, listen, it, it should be fun. You know, listen, again, it's you're competing against, uh, you know, the 300 best handicappers in the world. I mean, uh, you know, the NHC one, it's big money, and, and, and uh, you know, you also, the winner wins the Eclipse Award of Top Handicapper of the Year, you know, so it's, uh, there's some really good stuff to it. It's a lot of fun, the tournament, it's set up really well, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I just, you know, like I said, I hope I could stay hot at Gulfstream like I have. Unfortunately, I did tell you I didn't get to work Gulfstream yet today. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a couple of picks at Aqueduct uh, early on today. I think actually there's some uh, good live money here at Aqueduct where you can make some bucks. So Perfect. Uh, tell us what you got. I, I will tell you what I got. Phil, the other thing is I do have to tell you two other things. So before I get right into the ponies, um, one, T. Fiedler won the um, kids – um, fantasy came through and, and won the whole thing. That's my boy. Yeah, those kids could care less. It's hysterical. They, they're like, okay, I won. We're done. You know, like uh, things over. They don't even. I they're cried. still I too lost. young, which is they're still too young, which is good stuff. And um, uh, the second thing now, what was it? Oh, the second thing I was going to tell you is uh, being, you know, your boy Jeff Isis, uh -oh. who. Uh, we play a survivor pool, you know, all the time, him and I. Mm -hmm. We are two of four entries left in our survivor pool. Wow. Um, you know, that it's one, the one that goes through to playoffs. So we're, uh, you know, open to make another few dollars here. Is, so, that, is uh, that a big tournament with like a big prize, like Circa's million dollar? Uh, it's not, you know, it's not. It's it's a more of a, it's about an $80,000, you know, as a, a bud, but it's only $100 to enter. So. You know, it's uh, each entry. Uh, it was bigger years ago, but uh, we're, we're going to get in a few bigger ones now, you know, now that we really have this thing sort of locked in, you know, to what we want to do. So, we should be playing it to two somewhere next year. Well, that, that and I think we, you and I got to get into this New York um, uh, online stuff. Uh, you know, I've already I, been limited. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure you have. So maybe I'd have to get in and whatever. Uh, I mean, what are you playing over there that they're limiting you already? I hit. I was uh, seven and zero in the NFL. Okay, and how much were you playing a game? Uh, more than they would allow me normally allow me, but they, you know how it works there. Until you start winning, they don't care. 
Right. And yesterday, well, what do they what do they limit you on these things? Since I'm an ig- a little ignorant to the online stuff, is is it a thousand? Is it two thousand? Uh, now I'm down. Now I'm only allowed to bet one hundred on uh, side bets in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I hit a three leg, and I don't do parlays as you know, right. but I did it anyway. At mm-hmm. Caesars, I hit a three, and I was going to play a hundred on it, mm-hmm. a three legger, and they only let me play fifty, and I hit it. And so mm-hmm. I don't what know what's going to happen. What tonight. about a what about a straight bet on these things? What what do they limit you guys to? Most what, people. What, uh, usually it's twelve thousand five hundred. Oh, so you could actually you can't bet twelve thousand five hundred on a game. Yeah, well, I can't. But if you if they don't know who you are, mm-hmm. you can do that. But as soon as you start winning, and that's what everywhere I know except for two places, Circa and PlayUp. PlayUp play now PlayUp has posted limits on their site. Right, but that listen, that's fine in advance. I just can't stand, you know. And this is why, again, I started playing the ponies as opposed to, um, you know, uh, this the sports betting stuff. Because you know, I mean, originally even sports betting was not you weren't playing against the house. You know, you were playing. Right. And and now it's become so different that it's to me it's the most ridiculous thing that you could actually win and they could limit you and take you off it just doesn't make any sense but if you're losing then you can lose millions exactly it's, it's it's amazing to me that they allow that stuff so yeah. but it, it is what it is so let's uh let me get you into the ponies let's see if we can make some money today for a few people all right We're hey it's go- nice out today for the for the big a yeah it is it's gonna be a little cold but that's okay but we're gonna start in the fifth at aqueduct okay okay um, it is an allowance, I believe it's a state bird allowance, 72, six furlongs. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at the five horse looking for trouble. Morning line is six to one. <clears throat> Got it. Well, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yep. I love, I, I hit something on my that's fair. I listen. We're we're good. I I I didn't hear you. That was the problem. I had oh. a problem with the course. Like I told you, <laughs> I got my phone back, so I I'm okay. They put an ad on one of the sites I was going. I said, "What the hell just happened?" Here? <laughs> I, yeah, because it kind of went blank, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. I was trying to write this down. So we're in the fifth race. All right, of the so a. we're in the fifth race of the Big A. It's a state bred allowance seventy two going six furlongs. The track is fast there, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at the five horse looking for trouble. I think he's going to uh, be one of the front runners. Uh, I love Dylan Davis on him. Um, the good news is right now he's he's been about one for 12 in his last races. He does, uh, you know, um, he, he does weaken at the end of the uh, a lot of the races. But I think today, for, for some reason, I think he's going to hang. He's going to stay on. And uh, I'm going to take all of the six to one here. Yeah. Um, I also would play him with the six, who's going to close into the race, and the one who is the other possible speed in the race. Uh, it's an entry. Uh, Rob Atris has an entry in there. So Are we boxing this exacto? We, we would box the exacto one five six. Okay. If you're looking really to make the money and you want to do it, just box the five and the six. Take the one out of it. Um, and I think you'll get a little bit of a ride. I think the five's going to be there for a while, and hopefully Dylan Davis could coax an extra uh, eighth of a mile or so out of him, and uh, we could uh, get a win today. So, you know, last week 
the horse that you picked to win didn't. Mm-hmm. But the second horse, the three horse, did. And, and something that I do when you give me picks mm-hmm. is I play them all straight across the board. And because I have a good feeling that one of those three horses you name is going to win the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the other, and if I do all that, I'm going to come away with a very good day for hardly doing anything. Yeah, you know it's funny, and and again, it's it's interesting with, uh, you know, like I said, horse racing. You know, uh, a lot of handicappers are very, very good. It's interesting that you could, you know, there's a lot of races I could say, oh, the favorite's going to get beat, and I think it's going to be a long shot. Then the question is, do you pick the right long shot? Right. You know? And uh, it was funny yesterday. There was a horse. Um, I actually got off him at the last minute. I was kind of mad at myself. The horse that came in from Chile uh, ran a decent first race. I really liked what it did in the States. Uh, then, of course, I did a little bit more research in, in the Chilean races, and they weren't quite as good as I thought. But I, I loved his first race in the States. Uh, of course, I got off him at the last minute, and he comes and runs runs every, runs down the horse that I went to Uh in the in the last stride so you know it's that's just the way it is you know but i think uh listen i think this one you know um uh, looking for trouble is the five our man mike is the six you know i think that one of the two of those should win and uh, like i said you got to just play the favorite in there in the box as well right of course you do yeah absolutely Uh, not always but this race i think you might have to Mm -hmm. well that's what we should do Yep. So now let's go to the seventh at Aqueduct. Gotcha. Go ahead. Okay. I just want to make sure you were there. With oh, me. I'm with you the whole way. All right. Mile, claiming 40 a mile. Okay. Again, understanding different things, guys. A claiming race, they're actually, the horses are sort of for sale. In essence, you could claim a horse, which means claiming 40. Anyone could buy a horse before the race for the $40,000 price tag they put up there. Um, allowance races, obviously, the horse is not for sale. And that's why there's differences in class of races, so to speak. Right. Um, that makes sense. Okay. So this is a claiming 40. Um, uh, the, I'm going I'm going to go to the eight horse, Jeffrey Engelhart trained, 235. He's dropping in class back into the 40s. He was in a couple allowance races previously. Uh, I thought, you know, you throw out the last race. If you're looking at it with us on paper, it was a muddy track. He got a really bad start. Um, was never never had a shot in that race. Mm-hmm. So I think with a clean with a clean break, uh, this horse is right there, and I think uh, he could he could go from a nice stalking trip and just take him right right out and win. I like so it. I like the eight there. I'm going to play the eight with the, uh, where is he? We're playing the eight with the six. Aaron Amer, hoping he could pick up some pieces at the end of this race as well. And then um, the exacta box, come on screen. My computer just... <laughs> The old great, the great daily racing form that always does this. I don't know why. It's because there's probably a million people reading. Yeah, there it is. Okay, I'm back on. I believe I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't scratched. Okay, and then the price horse you could play in here as well to spice up your uh, exactors. The two musical America. 
again throwing out his last race and hoping he gets to the front for and goes a long way. So we're going to go to the eight, and we're going to box the two, six, and eight in an exacta in the seventh at Aqueduct. Okay. And I'll give you one more. Perfect. I'm, I'm actually hurting myself giving you these two because these are contest plays. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, yeah. And the and the thing. So hopefully. Uh, you guys don't hammer it too much on me and cost me some money in the contest. Well, but, I, uh, I'll leave it be today. But nah, then the, you could now nah, you could hammer them. I'm my two dollar bet ain't gonna work, there's man. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of other races. It's I just you know <laughs> the fifth is not a tournament race. The seventh and eighth are. Right. Uh, again, it's just the um, you know the feature the usual feature on horse tourneys, and then uh, like I said, I'm really concentrating on getting tomorrow's uh, you know into tomorrow the. Um, Flow Cow, which is one of their big, big tournaments. Right. Anyway, um, again, in the eighth, we're going to go to the eight. Okay, this is a state bred optional claiming 45 going a mile. I like the eighth here. Um, Water's Edge. I think he's going to get a nice trip on a lead, and hopefully he could uh, uh, keep going. Again, this is going to be uh, Jockey is Vargas. So two in a row. I'm hoping uh, he gets hot today and gets two in a row. Um, and then we're going to play the eight. Ooh, they did scratch one of my horses here. So, okay, we are going to play the eight mm -hmm. with the one. Okay. Four. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to throw an extra possible long shot in seven. All right, so... You play a, it could be a four horse box. I would play it for like ten dollars, five dollars, a little cheaper because it's going to be a little bit more money. Mm -hmm. But uh, eight seven one, one four. four, yep, one four eight seven. That's awesome. And you could even, and you could even box them in a triple uh, if you want. Dollar triple will cost you twenty four dollars to do that. Man, that's awesome. Good stuff. So in 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 conclusion, there for the horses at the yep. Aqueduct Racetrack. I'm sorry, Aqueduct Raceway. They changed the name on the end. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That was 20 years ago when I was there last. Yeah, I hear you. Number five. Fifth race, he wants number five. That's your play, win, place, and show. And add in horse number six and horse number one in a box exacto. Or if you want to get a little more specific, the number five and number six horses. In race seven, he likes the eight horse to win and play it straight across the board. And then you want to pair that up with the six and the two horse for your box exacta and the eighth race the eight horse again straight across the board with horses one four and seven play it with like five or ten bucks and and, and again in that race if you want to take a shot at a long shot the seven you could throw a few bucks on across the board $5. i think you're, i think you're going to take up all my limit at caesar's well whatever i figured i'd give you a little bit it's, it's a it's a decent long shot that seven that's why i threw him in there it is a decent long shot. And speaking of long shots, we've got the NFL this weekend, wild card weekend. There we go. And we've got some long shots here. The first game of the day is the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are five-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is 48-and-a-half. Now, we have not made a pick for this game yet. So if you want to jump in there and do that, we're in. Go ahead. What do you like about uh, this game? I, I, I mean, I you know this is uh, one of these. I think it's the Bengals. I mean, I, I just it's it's uh, you know you had an overtime game. The Raiders a lot of emotion. It's been a crazy season for them. 
you know, don't get me wrong. They're a nice team. It's a great story. But um, it just reminds me of too many times in the playoffs where a team had an exhausting game the week before. People, oh, momentum. There's no momentum. You know, it's a brutal league. You get beat up. You know, uh, you had to play a whole extra 10 minutes um, in a pretty physical game, you know, for now. And the Bengals really had a week off, uh, rested all their guys. And, uh, you know, I think you're dealing with a hell of a quarterback and Joe Burrow uh, there as well. You know, they could run the ball with Mixon. This uh, Jamar Chase is out outrageous and i think uh you know i just think the raider uh, the raiders are going to be a little beat up and i think uh they're going to go to cincinnati and uh it's going to be i think it may be a blowout it could be uh you know vegas enters this one on a four game winning streak so they're hot and i'm sure they have the confidence the only thing that bugs me about the Bengals is how they play at home in terms of uh, the spread. Uh, the spread, I agree. I think I think that the game, they win the game regardless. I just hope they don't uh, play that close to the vest and, uh, you know, that's kind of stuff, you know, that, that and it winds up being a three or four point game. Well, this you know? is what I said the other day when we talked. To, we've been talking about this game all week, all these games, because it's a big weekend. The only thing that bugs me, too, is that if T. Higgins is out, mm-hmm. then that means they go, the Raiders are going to be able to double cover Jamar Chase. And well, I don't is, like is that. Is Tyler Boyd out, too, as well? Or? Boyd's not out, but it seems that Higgins is his guy. And uh, Boyd, Boyd gets the scraps unless mm-hmm. he's the number two guy. So it could happen. The other thing, too, is, you know, they, they rested Burrow in the final regular season game. Fair enough. The guy's been through a lot injury-wise. But is Higgins only... even on an injury report this week? I didn't see One of that. them is that one. I think he's out. I think he's injured, yeah. Okay. Or he could have came off there today because yeah, I just else? did my tennis show, so I didn't look yet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the full report because I, I was looking at the quick one. Right. I didn't see him on there. Um but I'll tell you what, booming in New York City. and see, New I, don't, I don't see Higgins on the injury report at all. Oh, he's off there then? Okay, well then you know what? Pull the, who's that? He must be off it because he's not on their injury report. Because he was on there early in the week. so yeah, well, They look pretty healthy, actually. The well, things. then if they're healthy, you know, Burrow can light it up. Yeah, and those kids that's, can that's catch. That's the way I see it. And I, you know, I just think... Uh, I think it's going to be a tough game to bounce back for the Raiders. A lot of emotion last week was, uh, you know, the Sunday night game, all of that stuff. And, you know. I thought it was going to end at a tie, man. Yeah, well, it should have if uh, our genius Staley didn't call a timeout. I think it might have. I fell asleep. I'm so tired by Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Because that's a lot of work doing this. And uh, but anyway, yeah, Cincinnati minus five and a half. That's a good play. If, I'm, I'm going, and I and you know I don't like usually playing favorites, so you know where I'm thinking here. Exactly, exactly. I left it alone. I didn't know what to do with it, mm-hmm. but now the picture seems a little more clear that you cleared that injury thing up because he was on there on Monday, mm-hmm. and, and so it is what it is. But the second this game coming up on Saturday, the second game, mm-hmm. that could be interesting because the Patriots. Our four-and-a-half-point dogs facing the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. The weather, as you and I both know, could be very dicey up there Sunday. Well, you know, 
I gave you this one a couple weeks ago, didn't I? I told you money line of bills. Yes, you did. Uh, on that, I mean, the biggest thing to me is cold means nothing. If there's no wind, I think uh, Buffalo takes this game again. Uh, I think that one game that the the you know Patriots did win, everything just pointed in their right favor. The wind was ridiculous. Snow. Yeah, I mean, it really wasn't snowing, but the wind was off the charts. You couldn't really throw the ball. And, you know, people don't realize that. To me, wind is way wor- Wind is the worst thing that could happen in uh, in a football game. Oh, I know. That's yeah. what Jay told me. I remember asking him once about that. Yeah, I, I always thought wind is the biggest. Uh, you know, Buffalo is really healthy here. Yes. Uh, you know, the, listen, the spread is the interesting part. I think Buffalo wins the game. Mm-hmm. Um, again, four points. You know, it could be a field goal game. Uh, I'm not touching this one uh, just because of the extra fourth point there. Uh, I, I, you know, I told you before I, I did think my, um, uh, my my play this weekend is I, I do like Cincinnati. I just think it's one of those games that uh, the Raiders just, you know, traveling, you know, not totally across the country, but traveling. West Coast to mid country, you, you know, you, a lot of uh, played a bit a, a hard, you know, a hard game. A lot of emotion came out, all of that stuff. Now you got to regroup. I know it's the pros, but it, it's still tough to do. I've seen it a million times. I, I saw it with uh, the Dolphins when Jay played. They won a, a game at home, had to travel across the country to the same Raiders, and uh, they just were, you know, they just didn't have it. You they know? didn't. I'll tell you what I'm interested in with this Patriots game. Mm-hmm. That total is only 43 and a half. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. That shows you that they're expecting some weather, I think. I, you know, and, and we're told here that, that we might get it Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like the last time they played in Buffalo, the weather report said the snow was and the wind and all that crap was supposed to happen around 2, 3 in the morning, mm-hmm. and then it changed. And I'll tell you this. I mean, I'll tell you what, too. The other thing that you got to look at going into the playoffs here is, uh, you know, uh, Patriots have lost three of their last four. And the one win was at, you know, at home versus Jacksonville. Yeah, I think the bubble has burst for Mac Jones, but he's had a great rookie season. He, no, no question about it, but, you know, now the playoffs is a whole new level we're talking about. I this. would take him over Noodle Arm to Tagovola. We're not. We're not playing Tagovailoa. We're playing Josh Allen. So you yeah, know. well, uh, that guy, that guy though, when they lost to Jacksonville like that, mm-hmm. I just shook my head. Uh, how you get blanked by them? And they lost to the Dolphins too. What nine nothing, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but this total's interesting. But here's the deal: wait to see what the weather's going to be. If Absolutely. it's windy, play the under. If it's windy, if it's not windy. You just leave it alone because uh, the, yeah. the, the the cold weather is not doesn't affect it quite as much as people think anymore. You know, there's so many the heaters on the side. It's not like the old days where these guys were freezing their heinies off and they were just in coats on the side. I mean, you've got heaters, you've got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and those coats are like Arctic conditions. Right. I mean, you got guys wearing wetsuits underneath. You know, right, they, they right. <laughs> yeah, long, short sleeves. And wetsuits. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a good one. Now, the Eagles, Tampa Bay, eight and a half point favorites are the Bucks. The total is 49. Now, we've already made a play for this on this show, under 49, because that number was great. 
Mm-hmm. And that number's not there any longer. I think the number... Down to 46. Exactly. So, bottom line is, I'm feeling pretty good about that play. I hear you. I, 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 I tell you what, in this one, I would, I would also... I would take the dog here. I would take the points. I think uh, Tampa Bay is a little banged up. You know, uh, there's some interesting stuff. Just trying to think. Is is Fournette back? Um, allegedly, he's available to come off. But I don't think he's playing. Right. So I'm saying there's some, there's some, you know, I guess behind the scenes injury stuff there on that team that, uh, you know, you, a bunch of receivers are gone. You know, I mean, I think if Philadelphia could do a good job possibly doubling Gronk, you know, I mean, that leaves you with the Mike Evans uh, and, and you know, the other guys are uh, – um, or out, you know. Yeah. Obviously, Antonio Brown's gone. Chris Godwin is out for the year. Antonio um, Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown. That's what I mean. Antonio Brown is done. So, you know, I think uh, Fournette is an important part of that. Um, Thousand yard rusher. Play there. Uh, I mean, according to the thing, I think he can't. He returned Wednesday practice, but they, they do not say whether. He's a go or not. They'll so. pull him off the roster on Saturday. Watch. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I would take the Eagles plus the eight and a half. I think if it's going to be an under game, too, it's going to be, you know, a close one. I love your underplay. Uh, on, uh, you know, and you beat you beat everyone to the punch. You know, that's the other. Yeah, we got it early. I don't usually it, do that. Got it when you needed to get it because it does make it. It's going to make a big difference uh, in this one. You know, so I, I love your underplay. I think, guys, I, I love that play. Um, I, I would play the Eagles plus the eight and a half. Again, just, a, you know, more of a, I don't know, a, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think it's going to be, you know, within a touchdown field goal. So take take those points. I think the Eagles actually have a shot to win this game. I really do. I think they will have a chance to win this game. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not feeling that part, but uh... – I think they'll have a shot to win the game. Okay, so now they're going to win the game. I think there's going to be a, a chance in this game where they will, you know, have an opportunity. Listen, don't get me wrong. Again, I like the Bengals a lot more. This is a game I think you could take some points, and I think you should be in good shape. You know that's true, and, and the Eagles are five four and zero against the spread as the away team this season. So, you know, there is a basis for that, and their defense is very good. If Fournette plays, though, I don't know. We'll have... Change it. It does change a lot. If Fournette does not play, I really love the eight and a half. Oh yeah. Now we've got Dallas, and we've got the Forty ers Now, full disclosure: earlier this week, we took Dallas minus three, and we also took the under and fifty-one points. Mm-hmm. And now it's. Uh, I don't even know what the total is now. It's crazy. Let me see. Total still fifty-one. Believe it or not, wow. nothing. This game hasn't moved. It's three. Still three and fifty-one. Because 49 and a half is where it opened, and then all of a sudden it went to 51, and I jammed it and took the under. Mm-hmm. But what do you like about this game? I think this game uh, is going to be the best one of the day. Yeah, I do too. I don't know. Something, you know, I got a buddy who's into the analytical stuff, and he keeps trying to tell me why the hell is this spread only three points. Well, that was he the question I asked. He, he doesn't understand it. And, you know, usually to me, that's one of those. Uh, Boy, this game smells, and maybe Frisco is just going to go in there and play another, you know, uh, beat them up with their offensive line, and uh, you know somehow 
come out with a win. Um, my buddy, who's an analytical guy, says, "Hey, I'm going to take the 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 Cowboys and find out why it's not seven and a half. And That's kind of where I am. Too, and I huh? said, "Well, you know, that's kind of uh, crazy to do, but uh, you know, hey, go for it if that's the way you look at it, you know." And uh, I, I mean, to me, I'm laying off this game. I, I just think something smells. Uh, doesn't smell good here. Three points. It should be probably closer to five or six, you know, the way it's been going lately with both of these teams. Uh, and there's just, uh, I said, there's either an injury that we don't know about or something that's going on, or this offensive line is a lot better than they uh, gave, you know, give you credit, you know, that they take credit for. Um, so I don't know. I mean, listen, Frisco also has won four in the last five. The one loss was at Tennessee in a close game, three-point field goal game. Dallas has won four or five, um, but very, very, very different scheduling. You know, uh, that Dallas beat the Redskins twice. Or, I'm sorry, the football team twice. They beat a horrible Giant team, uh, lost to Arizona, the playoff team, and then did have a big win against um Philadelphia, but I don't think Philly really played that game. They sort of uh, went through the motions. I yes. think, in that one. Um, you know, uh, Frisco at Cincinnati in overtime, which is a really good win. Obviously, Atlanta's a decent win. They lost to Tennessee. Houston win is a little better than you give them credit for. Houston did finish the season very well. Mm-hmm. Still cannot believe they fired David Culley after one season. Um, unbelievable there again. And, and then, of course, the Rams game, they pull out in uh, overtime on the road and, uh, you know, make the playoffs. So um, that, something smells in this game. I mean, uh, you look at it, this is Dallas. It should be more just because it's Dallas. You know, they, the old America's team, people do bet them. They sure know? do. That's why if they would have put them at four or five point favorites, they wouldn't get any money on the 49ers. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Uh, you know, and that's what something something doesn't smell right in in, in my betting radar. A friend know? of mine that sets lines for uh, a company, I think it's I think he's out at line originator. Mm-hmm. He told me that Dallas has laid a stinker enough times offensively in the last six games to be worried about them. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's maybe why it is. And I think there's some pressure on Dallas. They haven't won a playoff game in a long time. In a long time. So, like the Dolphins. Yeah, well, Dolphins, like Jay said, they continue this way. Jay stays relevant. I mean, my God. Yeah, he's always uh, relevant. But uh, I'm saying they haven't won a playoff game in 20 years, and he's the last one to do it because they just, uh, you know, I don't know, ownership is becoming a huge thing in these NFL teams. The good ownership wins. It's crazy. That's true. Now he was. That was my trivia question on Mondays. I do a trivia question where mm-hmm. I give away books, and I my question was who was the last starting quarterback for the Dolphins to win a playoff game? Well, I, that was an easy one. My God, I hope you got that quickly. And no one's answered it yet. Really? No, really. Wow. And I get a lot of listens. Every other one they and get. I guess people haven't been listening this week. I don't know what's no, going on. No, we had big numbers. You know what the problem is? Is They, they probably just said, you know something, I'm not going to waste my time. It must be a joke. But I was given the books, and now they don't get them because they didn't get the question. They didn't even there try. You go. There That's you go. okay. That's okay. And, and I'm wearing my Minnesota Vikings hat today. Oh, boy. With the number 11 in it. I wonder how I got that. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Now, we got the Steelers and the Chiefs. We do. Uh, the Chiefs are 12.5-point home favorites. The total is 46.5. I know what you I know what you got here. Oh, yeah. I, anytime I see Tomlin on the road in an underdog situation. Say, I know what you're doing. This is Mike Tomlin central for you. 32-21-1 against the spread as the away dog since 2007. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to put that in the next book I write. There you go. Maybe I'm going to write Thomas Auto. <laughs> I'll ghostwrite it for him. He's a busy guy. There you go. There you go. Um, you know, listen, I don't, I honestly, I don't think the Steelers have much of a chance to win this game. Right. Uh, obviously, the 12 and a half makes it interesting, and it's tough to go against Tomlin. To me, it's a no play. Um, I know you love it, you know, and, and, and if I'm, uh, you know, one of the listeners, I'm going right along with uh, the great Phil Masons, and I'm taking the points. I just don't, I just don't see the Steelers winning the game. I hate playing games when I can't see the team winning at all. Right, so, right, right. And, and even in a big spread, even if, though it's twelve, you know, it's still uh, to me, it's tough to put my money on it if I don't think they could, you know, really win it. So well, I'll never go against Mike. That's for sure. Not in a situation like that. Absolutely, and that's not a personal thing. It's no, a, that has nothing to do with personal. You, you are all. It's all about the uh, that number, his record, and the number, and all that. Absolutely, and I'm not a not trend it. guy either. You know, no, I'm a strict I, numbers usually, guy. But, he yep. he's done a great job with that team. You know, I got to say this: they're four four and zero against <laughs> the spread as the away team, and all four of those wins were as underdogs. Mm-hmm. There's something about I don't understand what sports fans think when they see greatness. Sometimes they get to become groupies, but in in Tomlin's case, they kill him every day on Twitter. They say he doesn't know what he's doing, but yet he's not had a losing season since 2007. He's, what, the second or third tenured coach in the NFL. He's been there since 2007. He's outlasted, and the reason is like— And he wins. I mean, they're not a good—you know, to me, here's the problem here, and this is why I can't put my money on it. They're not a good football team right now. Not at all. You know, let's be honest. I mean, they're really not a, a an overly talented, good football team. They got an aging quarterback. Yep. You know, a rookie running back is terrific. Don't get me wrong. Najee Harris is terrific. Yep. Uh, you know, their receivers are are, are good. I mean, Deontay Johnson, I, athletically, I love him, but he does drop the ball. You, you tell know? me and, about it. That's how I lost my fantasy championship. Him right, and, and freaking Stafford. Right, and it's playoffs now, you know, so there's a little bit of added pressure. You know, it's on the road. There's some, <laughs> Kansas City is a tough place to play, let me tell you that much. And a know. tough team, too, irregardless of what you see and read. That team's done damn good this year, all yes. things considered. You you yes. know, it's hard to – it is really hard to consistently dominate or be great in the NFL. It's too much parity. Yes. And they've had – they've seemed to have their way. You made a great call last week about the Kansas City Chiefs defense. You didn't think it was that good. And no. you're and, you're and probably showed, right. I mean, Drew Locke, they, that, listen, Denver should have won that game. I'll tell you what's crazy. We should have won our survivor pool last week. Denver going in, it takes a crazy, unbelievable play on the blitz, uh uh and the fumble. You know, they're they're on a ten they're on the Kansas City ten yard line. I'm watching the game. I'm talking to my boy, and we're literally going, I can't believe that we're going to finally, you know, get this done. And uh, 
sure enough, what happens? You know, boom, blitzing, blitzing safety, I believe it was, literally got to the to the handoff, and uh, I couldn't believe Drew Locke didn't tackle uh, the, the, the defensive tackle who picked up the ball. And, uh, you know, game changes, Kansas City wins, and uh, uh, people move on in, the, in our survivor pool. So, you know, again, I think, you know, Pittsburgh has a chance to put some points on the board. I just, you know, again, I just don't see them having a chance to win the game. I don't think they're – I think Tomlin's done a great job this year because I really don't think they're a great football team. I, I think so too. I mean, they're not a good football team. But, they have, but they're well coached. And apparently Juju Smith-Schuster may play Sunday. So that, yeah. that might help a little. Who knows, you know. But at the end of the day, look – We've had a great season, in part due to the fact that the Steelers have covered for us just about every time we played them, uh-huh. and they're going to cover on Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lot closer than you think. You know, right? I, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think there's going to be unless you know T.J. Watt gets a few turnovers for the Steeler defense, and you know uh, that happens. I just don't. Uh, uh, you know, I, I just I can't see them winning the game, and and if I can't see them winning the game, even even though it is twelve and a half, I just can't I can't lay my money on that. That's fair too, and I totally get that. But you know, I'm going to give it a shot with the uh, limits that when the limits that I do, <laughs> uh, it won't hurt either way. <laughs> I hear you. Arizona, the Rams, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Rams are four point favorites. that to these teams in the playoffs, unbelievable. Ugh. Rams are a four-point home favorite, and the total is 50-and-a-half. Now, we chose on this show, I think it was on Thursday's show, over 50-and-a-half. I like the over in this because I don't trust either of their defenses, even though I've won picks based on both defenses. Mm -hmm. Well, I just don't like the way either of these teams are playing. Stafford is a pick machine. A pick six machine, I should say. Mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray is not throwing like T. Fiedler, if you get my drift. <laughs> well, it's been a, you know, ever since that injury really hasn't come back. I mean, I, it's funny. I said, if DeAndre Hopkins is playing in this game, I think I may think of it a little differently. I would think that if DeAndre Hopkins hadn't have gotten injured, they would have won probably four of those six games. They should have well, four right. of their last six. Right. I mean, and I think that's what's part of Kyler Murray's thing. I mean, to me, again, what is it, four? I, w- I think this is a field goal game. I think they're going to score a lot of points. I think it's going to be within a, you know, a one score. It's either going to be a field goal or a touchdown. I would take the points. I would take Arizona and the points. I think they may just be a better football team. That's where I'm going. And, and I'll tell you why, because Arizona's 8-1 and one against the spread this season as the away team. There you go. For some reason. I knew, I knew you would have something good for me. My my guest yesterday, John Murgis, who you're going to meet in Vegas. He He's oh, going to nice. be okay. there. He's He lives in Florida, but he's going there next week, this weekend to watch the games mm-hmm. or the divisional finals or something. And then he, if he wins, he's going to stick around because right. it'll be fun. Anyway, because uh, he's a tremendous guy, you will enjoy. You'll enjoy his company immensely. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is with this team, this Arizona team, is they play really good on the road, 
And I don't trust Stafford, and he's my favorite player in the NFL. I love Matt Stafford, too, and I don't trust him either. It's funny. I got the jersey. That's the only – I have two jerseys. One you already know about, and the yep. other one uh, is Matthew Stafford. I'm a Lions hmm. fan. You know, I, I still love Jay, even though he beat my Lions. Yep. But the point is, is that I don't really – I'm not a fanboy. But I got to tell you, uh, Stafford was my dude, and, and I played him every week on my fantasy team. I had Tannehill as his backup, mm-hmm. and, and he just, the last five games, he's got 11 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Cooper Cup won T-Feed the uh, championship. That was the, yeah. what a what a pick he made there. I what mean, a it's pick. funny, and, and he, <laughs> I said he, he, I was laughing, he had, Derek Henry and Cooper Cup on the same fantasy team. I couldn't believe it. That's you know? nice, man. Basically the best runner in the game and the best receiver in the game for the year, you know? Yep. I had Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler in my backfield, and Eckler played good Sunday, but uh, Taylor, he's had a hard time with the Colts. Like I told you all, for since day one, the Colts are not my team. Mm-hmm. Don't like. So Hey listen, I'm gonna give you one more long shot as I'm looking along. Oh no, never mind. It's off the turf. I thought it was still on the turf. Forget it. All right. I so. was gonna I had a I had a really good long shot for you at Gulfstream, but uh they took the race. Uh, see that's why I didn't like the one didn't want to play Gulfstream because I knew the um uh, the the I think it rained down there, the track conditions are it's fast on the dirt, but for some reason this the turf they've been taking <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bless you. They've been taking races off the turf all week down there, and I don't, I don't, it must have rained at some point. I had a turf race in the last. I actually really liked the, <laughs> I really liked the horse at about 16 to 1 morning line, and uh, I was, I was just going to throw it out to your listeners, but I'm not going to do it as it came off the turf, and I don't want to, uh, I don't want there's there's a little too many variables there. I'd have to look it over a little bit more. That so. makes sense. You know what? But don't worry. I I've just took the do not disturb off my phone. Okay. So uh, I'll be available all day. <laughs> <laughs> with, my, with my with my, I wonder what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play these ponies like I did last week. But I was using TVG last week because it was still illegal to play here technically. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm gonna try the Caesars and see what they what my limits are for the ponies. There you go. I bet they. I bet I'm stuck at two bucks across the board. I don't even care. I'm gonna hit one of these because Scotty's one of the best I've ever seen. I know this guy a long time, and, and I know where he learned it from, and, and I know how he knows these things, and he works his ass off on this. Thanks, feeds. Well done, man. I can't not wait to go to Vegas so we can teach folks what it's like to be barred from a buffet. <laughs> six pounds of. Uh-huh. I had a dream the other night that I ate six pounds of prime rib. Oh Jesus! Look out, man! Watch listen, out, dudes! The listen, flash- the last. I, I you want to laugh? The last time I was there, um, you know, went out with our boy Brian Siegel. That was the one good meal I had. Uh, you know, they it, they do a great job. They actually feed you breakfast and lunch in the um, at the at the tournament, which is great. You right. know, they have a regular buffet. It's a nice. They do a really nice job with it. Um, and then dinner, you're on your own. Right. So I had a really nice dinner with uh, Brian, and then, believe it or not, I was getting gyros up on the street uh, the other two nights because I was trying to get back to do some handicapping. Hey, that's fair, man. Uh, like I said, I got the computers, it, it, whatever you, you get. You get a big kick. You get a big, I knew you'd get a big kick out of that. It was just funny, you know. 
Uh, you know, normally I would be at some nice restaurant, some nice buffet, whatever it was. Uh, uh, I, I love Siegel. He took me to a great place off the strip. I love going to Old Vegas and those places. Oh, right, yeah. You know, they have the good stuff. So I got a spot we're going to go to. I'll take you there. It's across the street from Bally's. It's in between Bally's and Flamingo. Okay. And, and the movie, there was a movie called Casino. Well, yeah. anyway, they owned a restaurant in the movie. It was called The Leaning Tower. Yes. But that's not what it is. It's actually called Hole in the Wall after their gang. It was the oh, way yes. they, it was the way the they mocked. They yep. mocked the cops. And uh, it's right. I mean, we'll walk across the street. It's right there. Sounds good to me. Uh, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see you in person. Last time I saw you in person, you were uh, you came to one of the football games. October. Yeah, you came to one of the football games. We were supposed to see you, and of course, you had a get the vid uh for a little bit there or you were a close contact i don't remember what happened uh kim uh, kim caught kim yeah. caught. okay you were close contact she ended had... up not getting it but what happened is, is because, hey, you gotta play it you gotta play well it. what happened is we were supposed to be at jay's birthday party so a right. surprise party but what happened was is that she didn't get her pcr test and there was no way we were going to put anyone at risk we love you Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, great stuff, Feeds. You too, brother. Play uh, up, baby. Play up. That's right. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to thank Scott for being here. If you want to follow him, you can at Brookwood Camps. He doesn't look at Twitter much because he's busy with the racing forums, but it is what it is. If you like to send your child to a sleepaway camp in the summer, Brookwood Camps is the place for you. Best tennis director in, in the country. It could be. Um, but always is www.brookwoodcamps.com. Check it out, and it's run by Jay Fiedler and, of course, Scott, and of course, Mom. And it's a fantastic place, it's the safest sleepaway camp I've ever seen. And I've been around 38 years in this business. Thanks to Play Up for sponsoring the show. Playup.com is your one-stop shop for all your sports betting needs. Sign up for an account and find out why. Playup is always your best bet. And don't forget, betstamp.app. That's where you can track us. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.